1: met through social media, Madison Sinclair. Hi, what's up? <laughs> Hi, thanks for coming. You know, I, I like to get um, kind of up-and-coming comics and writers, so when they have a TV series, maybe they remember me. Um, so Madison, uh, people probably listen to this podcast, they may not know you, because you're kind of new on the scene. How long have you been doing uh, stand-up?
0: Uh, about three years
1: now. About three years? Yeah. All right, so the question I always got to ask people is, what's the thing that got you on stage? Because I imagine, were you, how, I can't ask your age, yeah, but let's yeah, I'm, say I'm you're... 24. Oh, of course yes. you're going to answer your age. You're fucking 24. <laughs> Anyone under 25 will answer their age. Um, so three years, and so you obviously went to college, I'm guessing? Yeah. Okay, where did you go? I went to FSU. FSU? Yeah. Wait, I can think of that. Florida State University. Yes. <laughs> That's like a big football school, right?
0: Oh, yeah. we I won the national championship. Well, I didn't win the national. The, we won the national championship. I always love that. Like, yeah. we,
1: my team's Like, you own it, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> um yeah, I wish I knew about college football, but we're gonna move on. Were you big? So were you like a big jock, like into that stuff? Was that your thing?
0: Not at all. I just like the parties, basically. You just
1: like got it. So you were at FSU mm-hmm. for um for what was your uh, major?
0: Political science and editing, writing, and media. So I had a dual major.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's not too far off from what you're kind of involved in now, right? Yeah. Okay. So you you were in FSU. You graduated with mm-hmm. these double this double major, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Fuck it, I want to tell jokes on stage."
0: No. Uh, I was, what actually happens, I was I was dating this guy, and he was going to go to Second City, because they have this thing in Second City where it's like this, I don't it's in Toronto, they have this program, and he was like going to do that, and he was going to try stand-up for the first time at, I think there's like a Yuck Yucks over there, or something. Yuck Yucks in? Toronto? Or yes,
1: I think there is. There's a Yuck Yucks anywhere in Canada. It's a, yeah, it was- Throw a rock <laughs> in Canada, you'll get <laughs> a Yuck Yucks. Yeah. It's,
0: it was something with a dumb name. Yeah. I don't know, but he went over there to go perform.
1: So you were dating him? Yeah. From college, like, college sweetheart?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I was still in college at the time. Okay. And he decided he was gonna go over there, and he was gonna um, he was gonna try out a stand up and like see. And I showed him I've been writing stand up since I was twelve.
1: Really? Yeah. What? That's that's really unique. I feel like a lot of people either got into it late, or uh, they weren't writing it. They were just kind of performing for their parents at dinner. So what made you? So you'd sit there and you'd write like every day, like in a diary type of thing.
0: Yeah, like I would have like wow. if I thought an idea was funny, I would like write it out like jokes and stuff.
1: And what was your exposure to stand up at that time?
0: I would just that's all I watched. Just like on
1: like Comedy Central. Yeah. I mean, our I age is so different sh- that like I'm like fuck. What, what? What? When you were 24, it was what?
0: I watched the Chappelle show when I was like 12, I think. My mom like she let me watch everything. Okay. So it, all the Comedy Central half hours, like everything I watched.
1: Do you remember the first thing that said that made you go, oh, this is something I want? So you knew you wanted to be involved in stand up at a young age?
0: I didn't, I th- actually thought it was dumb. Like I told my boyfriend at the time, like you shouldn't do this. this is a yeah, it's a stupid career choice. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> um, but because I, I never thought that that was even an option. Yeah. Because my dad does real estate. Uh-huh. and I feel like like it, he's just very like practical, and everyone in my life was very practical with what they do for a living. So I just thought that was a dumb thing to yeah. try to were do. Were you a
1: closeted stand-up writer? Like Did your parents know that you were writing – did you try it out on them?
0: No. Like, no, I, I, you I just, just wrote it? Yeah.
1: Only child? Yeah, only child. Okay, so that makes sense.
0: It's an only child thing to do. Yeah, it <laughs> is an
1: only child. You're writing stand-up, you're writing jokes, and you're not thinking about performing it, but you're thinking about uh, – uh, and nothing other than this is funny, I'm writing it down. Yeah. Okay. But Not like I'm gonna sell this and become a famous writer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no,
0: it's just fun for me. Okay. And Do you remember th- the
1: first jokes you wrote in stand up?
0: I have a, uh, one of the earliest jokes I did was about the Fabri- the f- jokes about the Febreze ad that I remember. Like the early, early ones when I'm like a child. There's ones <laughs> about me like making jokes. Like th- it's weird. I have one joke where it's about how the the, the American flag on the moon is is white now. And my joke was, I guess it's French. And I was like, such an old cruise ship comedian joke to be making. And I was like 12. That's actually a really smart joke.
1: Like, a lot of people are going to take some time to go like, oh, because they surrender. And they're, ah, it makes sense. Are you kidding me? You can use that joke now. it's still work.
0: It's a, it feels like an old man joke. Though. I was just like, I was like, who was I 12 years
1: old? It must be French. The fact that you knew anything about like French politics at that age is pretty remarkable
0: um no it was, it, it was weird to look back at it and like a lot of the stuff like i think there's some of it i think it could still work and what happened was i showed this guy was dating all these journals of mine i was like hey look at look at the, and, like i like let him take them home and he went to toronto and he told He's, me he, he stole, stole my stole, jokes. he stole your jokes <laughs> he stole my like teenage jokes
1: oh boy and at yeah. that time you didn't really know that joke stealing was a bad thing probably you're like oh cool how'd they go or were you like motherfucker what were you doing
0: well he called me to break up with me and then he told me that he like hit it off in <laughs> Toronto and he's like great at up and he's like great at second city and like, he's going to try this out. And then uh-huh. this guy said that he could, this weather comedian they know said that he could live with him, that they're, they'll do stand up together and I'll put him on his shows and all this stuff. And it turns out that guy was just like on cocaine. <laughs> like that wasn't going to happen. That's
1: hilarious. Is he still a up?
0: Uh, he tries. T- he lives in a sailboat.
1: <laughs> he lives in a sailboat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does he follow you on <laughs> social media? Yeah. Does he know <laughs> what you're up to? That must feel good. <laughs> Yeah, all right. We'll get to that. We'll get to what you're up to. So, but I always love the stories. I feel like a lot of stories, um, with. Well, with well, with men and women, but oftentimes with women. Uh, revolve around there was some sort of breakup, or there was some sort of relationship that kind of like instigated them into into doing up. Um, did that sound horribly sexist? And I don't mean that in a bad way, because there's usually a precipitating moment that gets people on stage. For me, it was just like a friend from college. Dared me And got me super drunk <laughs> So the first time You went on stage You were, you were So you're tw- you were 21 You graduated FSU Oh so This still guy called, yeah. called you From Toronto And was like Ladies <laughs> And we you were devastated How long were you with the guy?
0: Oh super sad I, We weren't together that long But I feel like we I felt super close to him Yeah And then we We had probably only been together Four months but
1: Yeah And you probably hadn't been Dumped before
0: w- Yeah I feel like that was like Like I feel like I've, There's been mutual breakups And things like that But that was like It just felt super harsh yeah, and um now I'm thinking about this. is four years ago. So I was like 20. Okay. Um, because I was still in college, and then I was like, "All right, well." So he now
1: can- he has all your your jokes. So your jokes are gone now. You mm-hmm. can't get them back.
0: Yeah, like he has the journals and stuff. Yeah.
1: How many journals is it? Like since you were 12? Like four. That's a lot, though. Yeah. And he took that. He just took all of them. He, he didn't company. mail them back. I got them back. Okay. But he good. had
0: them, and it was just like I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna <laughs> do. So I just went on stage and at this place. It was like this place in Tallahassee.
1: So, okay. So let's back up a little bit. So this guy dumped you. Yeah. He's going to be a big comic up in Toronto. (laughs) He's making his dream happen. And you're like, fuck, I have no notebooks. (laughs) I have two degrees that make no sense and no boyfriend. And you just said, was it almost like revenge to him? Like, I'm going to get on stage and do it? Or was it just sort of, you're going to do it anyway in terms of getting on stage for the first time?
0: No, it's just like, well, I I never thought the jokes would work. And then they knew that they did. So yeah. I'm like, oh, if, like these jokes and when I'm like Oh,
1: interesting. Yes. Yeah. So he told you that these jokes worked when he was doing yeah. them. And you're like, oh, fuck, cool. Then yeah. Maybe I'm funny. <laughs> exactly. That's actually really cool. So I you mean. can thank that guy for your, your career, for the birth of your career, right? Yeah. In a weird way. In a weird way, yeah. He like so your first show was in Florida. Yeah. Where was it?
0: Um, oh, God. I forget the name. It was like a really shitty bar in Tallahassee.
1: Like <laughs> Uncle Chucky's. <laughs> Something, yeah. <you> know, <laughs> like yeah. eight people there. Okay, um, like an open mic thing. So, yeah. open mics, for people don't know, is they they differ around the country, around the world. But in America, oftentimes you spend five, ten dollars, mm-hmm. and they put your name in a hat, and it's kind of a lottery. Yeah, that they totally fix all the time, <laughs> and they make their friends go first. So you put your name in a hat, type of thing.
0: Uh, I just went up. They it's in Tallahassee. There's no. There's like hardly any comics. Yeah. So everyone. It's not like L. A. Where like not everyone goes up. Everyone yeah. goes up. And they just put it on a list, and then you just go up in the order that you show up.
1: Okay. Were you terrified when you started? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you had and so what, three minutes, I imagine. Uh, five. Five minutes. Oh, well, that's a long time for an open mic. Yeah. And so um, and you had five minutes. Were you like memo padding it like old school like alt comic? No, no, I just like practiced it in front of the in mirror front of the a mirror. Bunch of times, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were psyched. You were ready to go. How'd it go?
0: It actually went well. I still have a video of it, which really? is like, cool to be able to go. Have back you
1: posted it on YouTube? Yeah. Really? And what what are the responses?
0: Well, when I first did it, everyone was like, "Oh, you're like you're good at this. You should do this." And, like, and it's your was,
1: first open mic. Yeah. People like you make me fucking sick.
0: But then the, I bombed the second time. <laughs> yeah, you
1: need you need. Okay, yeah. let's hear about that. So that's more interesting to me. Tell <laughs> me about the story where you bombed.
0: Um I I all right so the guy before that I had uh dated before the guy stole my jokes he was like like really he was a crazy person like like people say that but like he was like super abusive and stuff and the uh-huh. university had like a restraining order against him.
1: Oh wow. And so I, he came back from Toronto then. No different guy. Oh, different guy. Different
0: guy. This is like right before. So the
1: first guy was a was a maybe a, a cokehead, and this guy was just <laughs> abusive without coke. Yeah, <laughs> pretty okay. much.
0: Okay. Yeah, he couldn't afford it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so meth got it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, it was it was a, and I think it's probably why I, like I like this guy so much is because I was in a bad relationship before, like a really bad relationship before. So it seemed like in contrast, he seemed cool. Yeah. Um, but I had this. It was the second show I was ever done, and I I had to do. I had five minutes, and I and it was like a packed show.
1: Oh, so this is a different room. Yeah. Okay. This a
0: place called Bird's uh, Oyster Shack, okay. and they get, like, packed. Like, it's sometimes they open mic, like, they have to turn people away. It's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's weird because it's a small town to people. It's, it's also in
1: Tallahassee, town. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um And uh and I show up, and I, I notice my ex, like, the crazy one, is in the front row on a date. And
1: you did... That is crazy. Yeah. You had no idea he was going to be there.
0: No, but he knew I was going to be there because the, I was on the poster.
1: So he just did it to fuck with you. Yeah. That is awful and also <laughs> hilarious <laughs> and I didn't so you saw him before you went on stage yeah okay and you were like fuck what do i do
0: i asked like one thing hey can you like maybe get out of here or something and they didn't want to kick him out and i was like all right oh. um so I, I went up there and I, my oh god jason was saying whatever you should go up and just address it immediately and then not think about it
1: that's a good that's a good plan i think
0: yeah so I was like, okay I'm so scared.
1: walk me through this so you go on stage your heart must be pounding yeah Okay, first of all, your second time, second of all, your ex is right there with this girl, <laughs> yeah, who you don't know at all, no. I imagine um and what's she like is yeah. she like? just some like total bimbo like (laughs) in my head i picture some i picture like a a mall from the 40s for some reason (laughs) like say with a filtered cigarette i don't know why but anyway so there's a normal girl (laughs) normal girl okay and uh i don't know like jessica rabbit (laughs) yeah in my head i don't know why he has a big like napkin sized tie anyway uh so you go on stage your heart's pounding Mm -hmm. and what do you say what do you say
0: uh the first thing i go up I, i i didn't even i just wrote a joke on the fly about um, I was like the first boyfriend I ever had 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 an issue with premature ejaculation, and then he stands up and goes woo like <laughs> like to call attention to himself, and I was like, see, have he stood up, he stood up and made and went woo. <laughs> yeah. When
1: you said my for, first boyfriend had problem with premature ejaculation, you weren't afraid of him though. It was. Oh, you were. Yeah,
0: I was like, I'm just gonna address it, and, and he and
1: like, he actually did. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. That's so cool.
0: So I said um. I was like, see, I haven't even got to the punchline yet, and he's already.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. How did you bomb? That's a genius joke. You haven't got the punchline. He's already, like, making, yeah, you know. like,
0: that was it was a good start, but then I was just so nervous that it was just, like, after that, like, I felt excited Did people that. laugh at that? Yeah. Okay. So I got the good, like, th- that part was good, and then everything afterwards, I was just like, oh, great. Now he's, like, but he's still here. And okay. I have to do the rest of my jokes. And, and re- it had
1: nothing to do with him. So then all of a sudden you're like, anyway, I would, my mom is weird. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. If it was all about him and then I could address him or whatever, but yeah, it's your second time too. So you don't know how to navigate that kind of situation.
1: <sighs> I still don't know how to navigate shit. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> so he's sitting there. Is he trying to be supportive and laugh at you or laugh at your jokes? Or is he just being their arms folded? Like, mm, fuck this girl.
0: Like that second. <laughs> yeah. Oh my
1: God. Yeah. See, that's the thing. This is why you're amazing. Cause most people would have folded under that. They would have been like, okay, I tried it. I'm done. But for you, that just galvanized you and made you decide, you know what, I'm going to really do this. I mean – because coming back from a bomb, uh, I think it either makes people like redouble their efforts or makes people go, uh, I don't know if this is – what was your feeling after it? I mean I, how bad was the bomb first of all? Was I, it like heckling bomb or just people were quiet?
0: It was just people were quiet.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like I'm I'm really hard on myself too and I feel like it wasn't Yeah, great. it probably wasn't a bomb. Um and I, I feel like it was it was like ah, this is this isn't great. So I, I decided I was going to do as many mics as I can to like make up for that. Yeah. And then see if I can like because I knew if I if I didn't do a bunch of stuff soon, I was just going to quit. Yeah.
1: So cut to the Eminem montage with you in front of the mirror <laughs> doing all your jokes and stuff. That's great. And so then after that, things were easier. I I'm imagine that was that your was that the worst that you've ever had up till now?
0: Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Because well, it, it's good. You always like kind of. I think once you get to certain points, it's not like you're. You never f- totally forget how to do stand-up. <laughs> but yeah. sometimes you get in front of audiences, and I like I go to like from Florida. Like, there's certain like cities I'll go to, and I'll forget some of my materials a lot more like liberal, and then yeah, of go course. And then <laughs> that doesn't go well.
1: Of course, I yeah I want I I, I do Reno a lot, not to brag, <laughs> but um, and uh one of the women who features for me, I'm not going to name her name, <laughs> but you know her. She uh. She's on a, like a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it rhymes with hander pump hools, and she uh, so she goes around and she tours with the fans from the show. Yeah, and they want to know it's Chase dating Lizzie, whatever the fucking people are on the show. <laughs> but she's in Reno, and none of these people watch that. I mean, maybe there'll be a few people who came to see her, and her jokes are so they're so they're about Instagram and social media and. And people just kind of, hey, how you doing? Good to see you, Dan. What are you up to? This is this is uh, Dan Raskoff, the CEO of The Left Factory. This is hi. Madison Sinclair. Oh, hi, Madison. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. Um, you're going to go see Ron? I'm going to go see uh, George Lopez. Oh, okay. Very cool. Awesome. <laughs> Tell him to do the podcast. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye. So, So um, what the fuck were we just talking about? By the way, this happens every single time in this podcast. <laughs> somebody, somebody sh- last time someone came with, like, cookies. Oh. It was great. Um, help me out. Where were
0: we? We were talking about... <laughs> oh, about how, sh- how she talks about... Uh, oh, yeah. Like so
1: she's think. up there and just, I mean, not getting laughs. But she's very cute and charming, and people just kind of look, look at her and smile. Like, no one's being mean to her. But I don't think she was aware that... that she wasn't connecting at all. She was like, "That was good." I was like, mm, "Wasn't." <laughs> um, so, do you feel that you have to adjust your material when you go to different places like this? Because obviously, Tallahassee and Hollywood, West Hollywood, particularly West Hollywood, are very different places.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I, I think it, it, you definitely have to think about. it like, I have to look over and I'm like, okay, what are these people going to want? Um, like, even like when I did, like, I adjusted for everything. The first theater I did was when I opened for Tosh. And
1: yeah. So yeah, we're g- we're gonna get we're gonna get to that. <laughs> We're going to get to that. Um so I want to like get a little chronology. I don't get like, you know, too much into your childhood <laughs> and what fucked you up that made you become a, a stand-up, but um I you can talk about that. Uh By the way, have you thought about what's m- why you are a stand-up? Like have you thought about that? Like I, I always think that I I'm a stand-up because obviously I have a bizarre need for validation because of some sort of insecurity that has to do with uh, I don't know, some What's it called when your when your parents aren't around? What's it called? <laughs> abandonment. <laughs> yes, abandonment <laughs> issues. There we go. Too much weed. Um, so and I feel like a lot of, I I th- feel like a lot of comics are either the youngest or an only child. I mean that makes sense because you have to kind of, were you you weren't a latchkey kid or anything? Were you were your parents both working? Were they around? Or wh- Oh, my was
0: mom was like all, was like hu- uh, like a
1: helicopter mom. <laughs> she was a helicopter <laughs> yeah. mom. Okay,
0: but she was like my best friend.
1: She's your best friend. Which
0: I don't know how healthy that is.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's that's yeah. a beautiful thing. And did yeah. she support your choice to do stand up?
0: Oh, she's supported everything you have ever yeah. To do. So it's just it's almost almost to an unhealthy extent. I feel like if my daughter said, "Hey, I want to do stand up," I'd probably be like, "Oh, you should." Yeah, do that. what are you doing? Are you crazy. <laughs> yeah.
1: So so you're doing the open mics. Mm-hmm. Things are going. And so that's a huge transition from doing the open mics in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. To being in Hollywood and writing for Tosh Boyneau. So how has this happened?
0: I, I came out here because the show's The Soup.
1: The Soup. Like yeah. Talk Soup? But yeah. now it's The Soup, yes.
0: It, well, now it's not, nothing because it got canceled. It <laughs> but I came out here for that show. Um, I was going to be an intern. And I oh, interned okay. for it. And it, was, it was great. And Who then, was the host at that point? Joel McHale.
1: Joe McHale was yeah. okay, yeah.
0: and then and then I got canceled, and then I was like, I don't know anyone out here, and I had already moved out here.
1: Oh wow! So you moved out here planning to be out here for was it a paid internship? Yeah, it was a paid internship. Okay, so that's that's a decent job. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it seemed like it, it was gonna like it all. I believed I was told, and I believe that I was gonna have a job after it. Like it was just like all signs are pointing towards that. Yeah. I had no reason to think anything was gonna.
1: But then Joe McHale got his hair plugs <laughs> in. He got too famous. <laughs> he left. Okay. It
0: was crazy. It was it, it was. It, it took everyone by a shock. I think a lot of people think he chose to left, but it, that they, he just didn't want to do the show anymore.
1: Really? It had been running for a long time at that point. Yeah. Probably, yeah? Like f- 15 years?
0: They were switching the lot over, and they just said, oh, we're not going to bring over. We, we were going to transport the show.
1: How long life. had you moved out when that happened? Uh, six months. Six months. Yeah. You moved all your shit. Did you drive here in the theater yeah. from, <laughs> from Tallahassee?
0: I got my car shipped. This is the thing that sucked. I got my car shipped, which is money I didn't have. Yeah. I got I got it here. And then I, I got rear-ended by a, a guy in a U-Haul, shirtless, carrying a baby over his shoulder.
1: Uh, I'm starting <laughs> to picture that. guy in a U-Haul, shirtless, carrying <laughs> a baby like, over his shoulder. Okay, got it.
0: <laughs> and he comes out, and he was like, oh, he's like, he goes, are you okay? And I was like, your baby okay? <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about? <laughs> he's just, like, holding the baby nonchalantly. He's like, oh, she's fine. And then <laughs> he, like, looks at my car, and it's, it's damaged. And he's like, oh, I'll just come by and fix it. And I was like, no, I don't need your insurance. So I got insurance. My car is totaled. So I didn't even need to ship it. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Yeah. So, so you're out here now, no job, no car, <laughs> <yeah>. no boyfriend. <laughs> no or boyfriend. do you have a boyfriend? Okay, no, no boyfriend. boyfriend. And and that's so that's like the heart of darkness moment in the script, <laughs> which is usually the 60-minute point <laughs> for people who don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, and you have to kind of, like, figure out what to do. So w- yeah. what was the decision about?
0: Um, I just decided I needed to find work. And I need. I was like, so I was kind of. You weren't
1: going to move back. That was not an option. Oh no. No.
0: Like I, I had to be there. So I kept going up on stage. I did roast battle for the first time, and that was good. Because then I, st- I kept doing the roast battle. How would you get in the roast battle? Uh, I just saw the show, and I, I saw the show actually before I moved here. Okay. And I was like, this is awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, this is terrifying. Oh my god! I yes. Being a part of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I started doing roast battle, and I think that. Well, how do,
1: when you say you started doing it, how do you how do you even start doing? Because a lot of people who probably think I want to do it, but they don't know uh, the process.
0: Brian's actually really open to like other to Brian comments. who? Brian Moses okay he's like he, if you like he runs the show and, and if he he started it and if you go up to him and you say hey I want to do Roast Battle and he could not even know who you are he can yeah be, he'll be like sure yeah he's like you have to watch the show once is the only criteria so you understand what it is and then that's it
1: so uh, this is now this is the live show not the TV show obviously yeah. so the live show at the con store in the belly room yeah and you said hey Brian I want to do it and he gave you a time right there like a, a date
0: he was like, uh, find out who you want to go against. And then there's this guy named Mark the Shark. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go against Mark the Shark.
1: <laughs> and you knew Mark the Shark? Yeah. Okay. And he you're was like the
0: only person I knew. He was like, I knew like probably like maybe five other comedians at the time. Five other comedians. Yeah. And you're like, I want that dude. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: you were friends? Yeah, we were friends. Now, here's something I, I've talked about with people, not on this podcast before, but I kind of, I've always felt that the idea, we roast who we love, is a little disingenuous. <laughs> Just because I've had enough sort of, you know, behind-the-scenes conversations with people who do roasts. I don't want to name names. But they, they, oh, yeah, it's so great. And then they start going, but this fucking bitch, Lisa Lampanelli. And they have, like, they have beefs. Like, it's a real, like, you you can create real beefs with people. (laughs) Because even though you're making fun of people and it's, yay, um, we all have triggers and we all have things that we're sensitive about. I mean, God forbid you call Jeff Ross fat. Watch what (laughs) happens. Uh, So... I, I have very mixed feelings about it. What You know, I know that when I talked to Mike Lawrence about his roast battle with Ralphie May. Yeah. Um, where Mike Lawrence soundly destroyed him. Yeah. Um, Ralphie case. May never... <laughs> I know. Ralphie <laughs> May never talked to him. And, yeah. And then he's dead. And Mike Lawrence is kind of like, ah. And I'm like, is it just, eh, Or do it's, you feel yeah. a little bit bad? <laughs> yeah. Not that you killed him, Mike Lawrence, but you partially killed him. No, I don't know. But how do you feel about that? Do you ever feel... Like with great power comes responsibility type of thing? Or how do you feel about roast battles? Do you think that it's sort of a lark or do you think that you have to be careful?
0: I think it's, and this is one thing that, M- that Mike did with Ralphie May before the thing. He said, hey, is there anything you don't want me to talk about? And he said, everything's on the table. That what he said. Yes. Um, Particularly food. Come on, guys. <laughs> it was right there. All right, um. And I think that's a good thing to do, like to be like, hey, is there anything that you do or don't want me to talk about? Yeah. So I, 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 I like to do that beforehand. So you, you get that.
1: Have you ever uh, told people, don't talk about this? Yeah. What, 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 what is it?
0: I, the, for, I was dating somebody at the time that was in comedy. And oh, and you're mentioned. like,
1: don't talk about my relationship with. OK. <laughs> okay, <all> right, so. <laughs> um, okay and, and did they honor it? Well, yeah. OK. So I got to tell you a story about my roast battle real quick. I did one. And this is in New York, at the stand in New York. Mm. And they'd asked me to, to do it. I forget. Someone asked me to do it. And they paired me with Luciana Gatica. I don't know if you know her. She's a female comic in New York.
0: Sounds familiar.
1: Um, and she's open for me before. She's featured for me. We've done shows together. We're cool. And um, I had a conversation. This is so funny. I had a, to me, it's funny. I, a, I said, look. I don't want you to talk about because the one thing I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about my. I have a mentally handicapped sister, and I just feel like I don't want you know. To get back to my family, yeah. So don't do that. Now I don't have a sister, right? So I just did that as like a Statue of Liberty play to get her to focus on my imaginary <laughs> retarded sister, and then I would win. Um, and of course, it's was like, "Don't." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and of course. The first thing she does, she made a joke about my retarded sister. Now, the thing about it is it was a great joke.
0: <laughs> but it's not real. So
1: it killed. So I it actually backfired because she was like, I know Bill has a retarded sister. And then she looked at me and hmm, was you almost beat it. And because uh, I guess I look a little retarded. So the audience really, like, laughed. I'm like, now we got to talk about how the fact that I don't have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a sister. Burn Um And she um and she had people writing for her. You know, she got a bunch of ladies write for her that were very funny who knew me and had worked with me for years. I hate
0: that though. I hate when people have anyone write for them. I think that's
1: But you write for people in Rose battles right?
0: Yeah, well if it's on TV. Yeah. If it's on TV you write for so, the most. you write for like not for the
1: actors. And they bow. got some good ones. They got some good, and I I gotta tell you, and I had some good ones on her too. My best joke about her was Cause she always she's like a fitness I guess model or she does fitness a lot, and she always talks about how she's a, like a Kardashian, and I said, I said you are totally a, a Kardashian. You have the 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 body of Chloe, the tits of Kylie, and the face of um wh- who's the who's Caitlyn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said a lot better than that, <laughs> and then she she like nailed me about shit, and uh, and I remember after she won. Uh, and uh, whatever that means, won. But she won. And I sort of got I felt like our relationship never really
0: rebounded. It gets rebounded. weird sometimes after. Because I've, like, beat people really bad. And it's like.
1: Oh, who's the worst? Maybe. Well, let's let's back. Let's Tarantino. <laughs> let's go back to the first one with yeah. the shark. Who oh, is I, yeah.
0: I, lo- I lost you against lost Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark. <laughs> I lost.
1: Did he have any zingers on you where you're like, Oof.
0: No, it was. It was all that's what upset me is it was all horror jokes. And that's usually like it's like if that's
1: what guys do. They go to like you're a whore. Yeah. Go, okay. And
0: I feel like if I, if I was a whore, fine. But I'm not. So like, yeah, I wish that like I I don't think I've ever battled someone who's actually like, I feel like had an idea of who I am. Yeah. And has attacked that because I would love for someone to like see me for how I am and make fun of me for that. I think that'd be so funny. But I have never had that.
1: So people just look at you and they make comments about you being a pretty girl and they call you a whore.
0: Oh, like how I was popular in high school and stuff and I was just like, no.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like things like,
0: I'm like, you're off on all of these. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, or like me sleeping to the top or me like, they, they do like a bunch. So who's of was
1: judging the show? What comics were judging? Because they had three judges. Uh, Pete Holmes. Uh-huh.
0: Who, uh, who I, I love. He's great, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Jeff Ross. And this, this.
1: So that's amazing. So the first time you're at the comedy store, right? Yeah. You're at, you're at in the belly room, yeah. doing a roast battle, and Jeff Ross and Pete Holmes, and the third one was, you don't remember? I don't remember, yeah. You remember? I mean, that's huge, though. Yeah. You know, your first big show at the comic store in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so you must have, h- how did you present yourself? Did you feel good about what you did?
0: I think I, I liked, there were some jokes that I did that I really liked. There was one about, because one of the things he, I see, I'm talking shit about it, this is, I did the that's same fine. thing. It's fine, talk shit. Uh, he, <laughs> he did this thing where, you know, you talk before, I know things not to talk about. Yeah He said not to talk about the Boston Marathon
1: Why? And was he in it?
0: I, I ve- he was so like on the perimeter Like his oh house God. was kind of by where the guy had the <laughs> boat or something It was like yeah. one of those scenarios He didn't He didn't like lose anyone in it or anything like that So that's why I'm like alright that's dumb I'm going to talk about the Boston Marathon Yeah Yeah <laughs> So what would you say? <laughs> um, oh I said something about Because um, he, he, he said don't talk about the Boston Marathon He goes because that's our 9-11 And I was like God is there anything Boston doesn't come second to New York
1: in? <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> you should have won just for that joke. That's awesome. And, of course, now the Red, Flux, Red Sox destroy the Yankees every season. But, um, okay, so you so it was good. You were getting a good reaction.
0: Yeah, but a lot of the jokes that I did were about him being called Mark the Shark. Uh-huh. And, him being, and he says he's the shark. And no one knew who he was at the time, I don't think. <laughs> and then, like, now it, would, it may have worked. But then everyone's like, why is she making all these weird shark jokes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that would have been...
1: So he's still marked the shark, and that's still his thing. Yeah, it's still. His I thing. don't know the guy, but I'm he, sure it's.
0: He's a guy from Boston. He's been kicked out of a Dave and Buster's twice, uh, <laughs> for saying for saying uh, a slur starts with F. <laughs> um,
1: he said "fuck." Wow. <laughs> um, is that's such a weird fun fact to know about him?
0: Yeah, he's he's a very interesting person, and that's yeah. a, and that's why. And he was it's weird that he was like my first person that I met in yeah. LA when I was at the comedy store. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so after this was yeah. your did you feel like your relationship with him changed? Were you kinda like what no, no no it was totally cool. Yeah, he, was he was, was cool. like I can't believe you talked about the Boston Marathon
0: <laughs> No, he was he was I'm fine. sorry, I did it
1: wrong. I can't believe you <laughs> fucking talked about the Boston Marathon.
0: <laughs> he was just like, Oh I, he can't believe he kept telling people how much he beat me and I was like, I didn't think I was gonna I don't think I was I didn't think I was gonna win and I won. And I was like, Alright, we get it.
1: Alright. yeah. <laughs> he won. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it unanimous?
0: Um well yeah, I think it was. It was because they, they they go with like the three comics, and then yeah. I think they 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 wrote it in his favor.
1: Did they say anything nice about you? Did Jeff Ross say anything like those were jokes? So was there feedback involved no, with cause this?
0: Yeah, because also people do not care about the first battle at all. Okay, and it was the first battle, and then You're uh, the UFC
1: prelims. Yeah.
0: Yeah, everyone. And then Pete Holmes said, "Oh, is, it, is Are we judging this? Is, is it started <laughs> yet?" Is what he said, <laughs> which sucked. But um, yeah, like that one. That one wasn't great, and then the second one.
1: And so cool. right away. I mean, it must be a process to get back again. Yeah. Was it that easy? Did did they vet you? Was it kind of like, well, she did well, we should bring her back.
0: I think I did good enough to be able to come back. So yeah, it wasn't an issue. Then uh, I, I decided I wanted to go against someone less sharky. <laughs> yeah, it was like you could do more. Jo- I went against Lindsey Jennings the second one. Lindsey Jennings, okay. Yeah, um, and and she came on stage, uh, and <laughs> she had a she had a she had un, she had a, a, a dress on, a very short dress. She gets on the bench. She grinds on the bench for about two minutes. She sits on the bench. She opens her legs, and she's like, I don't even think Madison should roast me. I think she should just come on stage and eat my pussy, is, how she, is what she said.
1: Solid opening.
0: <laughs> and now no I'm No like intended. <laughs> in tennis shoes in a fucking <laughs> Arctic Monkeys t-shirt, and I'm like, all right, I don't know how I'm going to come up
1: now.
0: <laughs> and be like, hey, guys, I'm just going to tell some jokes. <laughs> she set the bar so high <laughs> yeah, as to what was going to happen.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty... That's pretty so you said, I'm tell some jokes, and how did that go?
0: Um, oh, I, I, everyone hit really hard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What were your good ones? I want to hear some singers. Um, I said she's like the Berlin Wall covered in art and destroyed down south. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, God. I said that um, she has so many people writing her jokes. I don't know. No, she has, she's had so many abortions. I don't know if she's had more ghosts writing her jokes or living in her vagina. <laughs>
1: I think, you know what? I think, as a matter of fact, I think that's where I know you from, that <laughs> joke. Because I think that joke... I think maybe I saw on Twitter or Instagram or something like that, but I remember going, That's fucking funny as shit. That's such a great joke because as a comic, the last thing you want to be thought of is unoriginal or un- unable to write your material. Yeah. So And as a woman you don't and as a woman, you know. don't want to be thought of as oh, like a factory killer. for uh, Oh my god. <laughs> That's a two for one. Good for you. <laughs> Keep that one handy whenever you need it. Um and so you won this one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I won that one by a lot and that was like, and it was, it was, uh, it, and then, but they still made it, they still let us do one more. Wait, no, I think, no, back then it was four jokes.
1: At this point, did you have Jeremiah Watkins and the crew being crazy and yeah. doing, woo, jumping <laughs> around? Yeah. So there was the whole production. Everyone's yeah. going nuts. Yeah.
0: And which is like, it, uh, it, which is always the best. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. They it's like great. make it so much better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so was she pissed?
0: Uh, no, but she, there was a suicide girl. Like the, the creator Suicide Girl was there. The so Crater she, Suicide Girl. Yeah, she's a suicide girl, and that was like- Oh, the, like uh, so
1: people don't know, Suicide Girl is their models?
0: Uh, <laughs> that's a way to put a question at the end models? of it. Models?
1: <laughs> Who are tatted up yeah. and have probably contemplated suicide. <laughs> their um, dads have. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> That must be one of your jokes with the <laughs> no. bell. No? God, you're so quick. I love it. All right. So uh, you roast a Suicide Girl. Yeah. But she was a legit comic or she just kind of was like, I want to do it. How'd she get no, involved? No, she's like
0: a legit comic. She does, she, like, she does uh, jokes and stuff and she's... Yeah, she's like, she does stand up. She goes to the open mic. She like puts, I think uh, I respect it. Like there's a lot of hot girl comics, but I respect any hot girl comic who's like at all the shitty mics. and.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. So yeah. sh- so you, uh, how'd you find her? Were you linked up with her or did you choose her?
0: I, I just knew her um through like, through Mark. She was good friends with Mark the shark. Mark like, the shark.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yeah, had you seen her stand up at this point? Um,
0: I've seen parts of it.
1: So yeah. you're, you're just, you're just fucking picking, you're just picking and <laughs> you're being a scumbag. You're just picking them up and shooting them down, right? <laughs> You knew you were going to beat her, right?
0: I hoped I did. I just knew that I'd be able to write more jokes about her. Got it. Yeah. Then I would. Of course. A white guy is hard.
1: A white guy is hard? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, yeah. What would you say about me?
0: I literally don't know. <laughs> some
1: douchebag comment, obviously.
0: <laughs> Something about tiki torches. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It works <laughs> for the yard right now. Um, That's good. So, uh, so you're doing this and this is still in the belly room, belly yeah. room at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so then some momentum starts building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the next step?
0: How um, could, I was a writing assistant for roast battle and that was cool to be in the room. With How'd you get hired team. for that? Uh, Jeff just asked me to do it. Okay. Um, so I, I, I was like in the room for that and then that was really cool. And I, I submitted for, um, the roast Rob Lowe uh-huh. and, uh, didn't get it, but I, I ghosted for it. And then, uh, I got, you ghosted it. for it. Yeah.
1: So you, you mean you ghost for some people that you can't explain yeah. who they are. So got I, it. but
0: I, I applied to be a staff physician. Okay. Um, and, uh, And then I, then Jeff's like, Hey, he's like, um, I'm going to be Prince. Do you want to dress up as as one of the people from bandy six? And he shows me this photo and all three of them are in very big dresses. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do that. And then we get there and it's time for us to like get into changing and it's all lingerie.
1: Yeah.
0: And I've never worn lingerie before.
1: So you thought it was going (laughs) to be this big poofy outfit. Yes. And then (laughs) it's like, no bitch, look what you're wearing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I had not tanned.
1: Hashtag me too. <laughs> it worked out. Hashtag time's up. <laughs> All right. So and you wear the lingerie.
0: They make you the black one too, which is problematic for a lot of reasons. Wait,
1: what? Yeah, I'm the black
0: one of Did you
1: wear makeup? No.
0: <laughs> okay, just checking. But I have the white lingerie on and the and the white lingerie is the, is the 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 black member Susanna, Susanna Moonsey okay was uh I don't know Vanity I don't know. Six? I had to look it up because I was like who who am I and I was like oh <laughs> <this is not laughs> sounds good. like a
1: series on Netflix um. so uh Vanity I F- oh, yeah I don't remember who that was so he was Prince yeah and you how many girls were with you as Vanity uh, six? Three. three okay yeah, so it's me being one of them yeah but that's kind of cool so th- is this is your TV debut now
0: yeah and I'm in white lingerie on my period on a red
1: carpet. <laughs> Luckily, the carpet was red, <laughs> yeah, right? So,
0: like, my bit, and then I see there's like a hundred cameras, and I was like, if I have my period on this <laughs> on this red carpet, it's that's gonna be horrible. That was yeah. like, in my mind the whole time.
1: So, and you knew when you were doing the the roast of of Roblo that it was big. That it was going to be a big thing. That yeah. was going to be. You knew you going to walk the red carpet. <laughs> so you you were kind of like, oh, were you just kind of like covering yourself, or I mean, that's awkward as fuck.
0: Yeah, and then I, I met Sarah uh, Tiana. Uh huh. Because I, I admire her, and I was like, "Oh, well, it's nice to meet you. I love, um, like I love your work or whatever." And she was just kind of like, "Ah, okay." She's looking Whatever, <laughs> whatever weirdo. Like <laughs> you're like
1: an extra. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> which I understand. If someone came up to me in the of course, of course, I'd be like, get the look away from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I went the next year, the next roast, I ghosted, and I was able to wear uh, all my clothes, <laughs> which was a different experience. So
1: you go. So so just yeah. to explain to people, what ghost is exactly what does that mean.
0: Oh, it's like when uh, when comedians who are on the panel, you you submit jokes for them to write, and then yeah. they they pay you a flat rate and they pay you per joke. Genius.
1: So and so they use some of your jokes for the Rob Lowe thing. Yeah. And
0: no, they didn't use any of my jokes. For Rob Lowe. They used my jokes for Bruce Willis. Though. For
1: Bruce Willis. Yeah. So yeah, let's come. Back. So the, so you did uh, the Rob Lowe. Yeah. They didn't use your jokes, but you wore the lingerie. <laughs> yes. And then you got hired again by the same people in the panel or by yes, the staff?
0: I, I submitted uh, to be a staff writer for it. And okay. And that's where I got. And they hired work. you as a staff writer. I wasn't a staff writer, but I but I did write for like the other comics. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. And they did use your jokes. Yeah. Are, are you allowed to say what jokes they use?
0: I don't think I can. <laughs> Come I on. got three jokes on, which is great.
1: God damn it. You can't <laughs> say one. Because I'm sure some of the. Co- I've actually had this. I had this experience recently where uh, I was talking to a comic about writing some jokes. And they said, who have you written for? And the, <laughs> I've only written for two people who will who will talk about it. Yeah, Jamie Kennedy and Steve O. Mm-hmm. And when I told them that's who I wrote for, they were like, mm. <laughs> "I was like, I've also written for other people, but those are the only people I'm allowed to say." <laughs> um, so, so you're not allowed to talk about who you go for. But then, but you had jokes on the Bruce Willis, thing, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, my mom was there too. She's my date
1: your mom's yeah Yeah,
0: she was like over the moon the whole time well
1: look no one's gonna listen to this and then reverse engineer and watch unless they're a crazy person (laughs) and they deserve the knowledge so give me one of the jokes at least
0: um oh god no all right so i did uh one of them was about uh most people all right this i think this is a full joke most people won't know most people wouldn't know oh no sorry i'm fucking it up most people don't know that Bruce Willis is a talented musician because he isn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He actually is one of the most talented members of the Blue Man Group. <laughs> that was joke.
1: That's funny. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and did it kill during the roast? It did well, yeah. So that must have felt great. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, um, you did the you did the roast for Bruce Willis, and you're feeling like, okay, I'm in the thing. And then somehow, when did Tosh come about?
0: Um, I was at so I did I did Steve Harvey for a bit. You know what? A Steve Harvey.
1: Steve Harvey. Yeah. So you wrote for, for Steve
0: Harvey. I didn't. I, I. didn't have sex with Steve. Harvey. <laughs> 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 it's a weird sentence say I did Steve Harvey for a bit. <laughs> I know we do that a lot. Yeah. Um. I wrote for his, his like talk show.
1: For his talk show. Yeah. Isn't it, like all about like love and dating? Is there, are there jokes really?
0: It was supposed to be a late night show. And okay. Then, so they they wanted people who could do good late night. Segments. Yeah, and then he started doing it he decided he didn't want to do that anymore and it, it oh. pivoted back to the original format. Um, but he So you were
1: hired and then un- unhired?
0: Well, I, st- I stayed on.
1: How do you write for Steve Harvey? Make a mug face <laughs> to the camera now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you write a bunch of stuff and then they put it on key cards and then he just doesn't say it. That's how you write for him. Oh, that's funny. Uh, well, we did some segments and they were fun. And like, yeah. he he would do it. Um, he is very off the cuff though, so it is hard to write yeah. for because it's like you write all these jokes and then but he's going to write, he's going to say what he wants to say. Of course,
1: of course. That's always a problem, yeah.
0: Um, And then I did this MTV show, which is, it hasn't came out yet. It's very weird. I'm like the host of it, but I'm also like...
1: And so all these jobs are, they're just coming from referrals and word of mouth. Are you applying to all these different jobs?
0: Word of mouth, like, that's where, I think, Steve Harvey's where it started, and then everything started to snowball. And now it's like, I've just been working on a bunch of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you have this MTV thing, so the Tosh.0 came about because you, did the steve harvey and then what happened
0: i was at mtv for a bit and then um and it it was it was a show where i was like i was uh i don't know how much i can say about it because it hasn't came out yet but i was the like a siri kind of host of it and then i had to i had to be and and during the shoot i talked to the people and i make fun of them and then i had to write all the segments and i had to i was like a i was a consulting producer for the whole thing oh wow and it was exhaust it was like like it was like probably like at one point, I think we had a few eighteen-hour days, and it was just like yeah. too much. And uh, I did it for a while, and then it kept getting extended, kept getting extended. It went from a five-week gig to a six-month gig.
1: Jesus! And then I was and it's like, not released yet. No. So they they shot the whole series. Then obviously.
0: Oh, in five weeks. they are just in editing. They've been editing. How years. many episodes? Uh, eight. Wow. Yeah, eight one hours.
1: Eight one hours. Okay, it's an hour. Yeah. Um,
0: and it, it was like a huge process, and it was a new show, so there's a lot of going back and forth. Um, <laughs> the president of MTV looked at my writing and said I was sexist. <laughs> I said you were sexist? She didn't know it was a woman. <laughs> she That's was like, this writer hilarious. is sexist. <laughs> oh, because
1: – well, Madison can't be a man's name, can I, it? I don't think
0: she knew what my, what my name was. I think she yeah. saw the writing and assumed. <laughs> oh, so it's a female.
1: Oh, so funny. I, that, here I am sexist thinking it's a man who's <laughs> in control, making the decision saying it's a sexist. <laughs> so a woman looked at yourself and said it's sexist. I think that is actually <laughs> – Hilarious, <laughs> and one of the problems with America right now yeah. is because people go, "This is bad." Oh, who? D- okay, no, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: And it, I think if I, I I write some things, and if I make fun of women, i come from a, a point of what being a woman and understanding women, and yeah, not
1: yeah, yeah, like trying to take them down. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So it would be interesting. So if you're writing for a male comic, jokes, yeah, and then he says the jokes, and it, are they sexist?
0: Oh, that's happened before. Like I've done joke uh, that that happened like. Fairly recently, I'm trying to remember what the scenario I wrote. Oh yeah, I wrote stuff for for a, it was this man on the street show, and uh, I wrote jokes, and then it was said, and I was like, "Oh, it sounds racist."
1: <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: And I was just like, "Oh, this is, this is a very white man that I'm <laughs> giving these words to." Yeah. And you 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 have to think about how it'll be when it changes. that Yeah, so you yeah. Like who it you're writing for? A
1: lot more, I think. Of course. Well, also, but you are uh, are you are you just white? Can, I mean, just white? Are I'm, you? I'm Lebanese. You have, you're Lebanese? Yeah. Oh, fuck. So you got everything cornered. <laughs> you're totally marginalized. You can be like, I'm not a white bitch. Look at me. I'm, you're, wait, are you 100% Lebanese?
0: I'm, my, my dad's 100%, but I'm, I'm 50%. And then my oh, mom's wow. Native and, uh, and Irish, but she looks Native. She's one of those, like, and everyone says she's ethnically ambiguous, but, like, she's not. She's just, like, she's Native American. <laughs> like, just no one wait, knows. so your
1: mom name? is Native American? Yeah. And your dad is Lebanese? Yeah. How did they meet?
0: <laughs> at a Peabody hotel.
1: At a Peabody Hotel, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds she, really scandalous.
0: She worked at the pool bar. Oh. And he was the guy who did valet, and he walked the ducks.
1: Oh, that's, all I meant. <laughs> that's really cute. Yeah. Um. And you have you're an only child, like you only said. Okay. So, uh, that's really cool. And now you, uh, we still haven't got to the Tosh story, right? So you did the MTV thing, and then Tosh came about because you you applied for it. They they heard about you.
0: Oh, I, I just knew Nick, the, the head writer, Nick Malice. He's he's, he's like super super funny. Um, uh huh. And I would always send my packets to him whenever I was unsure about it. And he would always look things over.
1: Um, now, t- so a packet is, it's a general writing packet, yeah. right? So what would general, just explain to people what that would be.
0: Like for, some of them are looser. Like Jimmy Kimmel, usually it's like, hey, write a page of jokes and then write uh, a couple segments. And it's just very general. And then some of them are very specific where it's like, we do, like Colbert will ask them, um, we do this... Uh, We do this segment where he's in confession. If you can write these confession segments and also some monologue jokes and also like they'll ask for like very specific things. Mm -hmm. And you just like write as if you're writing for the show. And that's like your audition. Yeah. How you'd be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you just, you submit, it's like what, five pages?
0: Yeah. They, they, they changed. Some, some of them were like anywhere from like two to five pages. And
1: you've been submitting for, so you submitted to Tosh.0. Yeah.
0: He, he asked me to submit. So I submitted and And I was the only one they called in. Oh, wow. So they t- he called me before. He's like, Just, you know, you're the only one we're interviewing.
1: And, and then, you were interviewed with Tosh? Yes. And okay. I was like,
0: did not expect that. Um, uh,
1: so you, when you went to the room, you didn't know he was going to be there? No. That must be pretty nerve-wracking. Because I got to say, Tosh, is, like I think I told you, he's one of my absolute favorite comics. He's great. And yeah. uh, he's also a little bit scary to me. <laughs> he is. Because he looks like someone who looks a nice guy, but could also probably murder you.
0: He's There's something intimidating because he's so funny. Yeah. He's so confident. Yeah. And he's so white. I don't know why guys in here. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but there's something about that, and it's and I watched him since I was twelve. Like, like yeah. Yeah, like twelve or thirteen. So
1: you walk in the room. Is how many people are in the room?
0: It's the head writer, the EP Charlie, mm. and then uh, and then Tosh.
1: So before, literally before you went in the room, you did not know
0: what was happening. Yeah, I, I was just sitting down and I had to wait at the conference room for them to walk in, and they all walked in. Yeah. And then they, uh, they Daniel's asking very like pragmatic like work questions about like, all right, can you do these hours? What's your experience? Have what have you like the things like that? And I, yeah. I was I was prepared for all those. Sure. And then Charlie the EP is next to me. Like, so what makes you laugh? <laughs> what do you watch on TV? And like those questions, I was like, that threw me for. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to answer. Yeah. what Would yeah. you say? Uh, I told him Paul of Tompkins is my favorite.
1: Uh huh.
0: And then he told me that uh, he's like he's like, do you know the peanut brittle bit? And I was like, the snake in the can? And he was like, yeah. And then uh, he said it was like one of his favorite bits. And then two weeks later, uh, I still hadn't heard back, so I assumed I didn't get the job. Sure. So what I decided to do is I bought one of the peanut brittle snake in a can gags, and I was going to send it to the show. And I was going to say, uh, it just shows no hard feelings. <laughs> yeah, which is very classy. <laughs> Here is a harmless can of peanut brittle. <laughs> thank you for the, like Thank you for meeting with you or whatever. And then I get a call, and I get the job. Oh, wow. So now I have this, <laughs> snake, yeah, this snake in a jar in my apartment, and I think I'm going to, if the show, if I leave or the show ends or whatever, that's yeah. going to be my going away Yeah. Gift, I think.
1: <laughs> that's incredible. So, um, and is this, does the show have an end date prepared, like how many, or are they just going until like-
0: They have two more seasons ordered, but it could
1: Because yeah. I always through. feel like uh, Tosh, <laughs> I know him, so I'll call him Tosh. I feel like Dan, uh, I feel like he always talks about how he's going to stop the show. Oh, yeah, He's always like, to "I'm not, not gonna do it," <laughs> yeah. but that's but then like, "Go, okay, here's more money."
0: Oh, he he just loves it. I think honestly, he probably makes more stand up than he does the show. He, oh, I'm sure. He like it's because the amount of. He, like, sells out immediately. He sold out Tahoe in, like, a day. Yeah. and not even a day, like, like, hours.
1: So, so give us an example of, so, the writer's room for Tosh Point is probably different than a lot of different, than most writer's rooms, I imagine. Yeah. Um. So, give us, a sort of, like, uh, a day in the life of a writer for the Tosh Point O Show.
0: So, the first day you go in, you write your jokes for, like, five hours. And
1: just you and how many other people? Just everyone's by themselves. Okay.
0: And they write their jokes by themselves. You submit it, compile it, and then you meet, and then he, he looks them over, and then it's just, like, it's just whittling down these jokes until you get to like wednesday and that's usually like a pretty it's like it's like a tentative it's pretty much a set script and then you you and then he looks it over one more time and then he makes some changes before he shoots it on thursday so you have to make a a, you get a show from scratch like at first you only know the videos on monday and then you you write the jokes you pick the jokes tuesday and the parodies you shoot all the parodies tuesday and uh and before you know it wednesday you have almost an entire show
1: Wow, that's really quick. Yeah. So they show you the videos on Monday at the office. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you just start writing jokes based on the videos. Yeah. And nothing else.
0: Just those, just those ones. That's, how, that's where you start off.
1: And then you bring the jokes to the conference room. Like, here you go. Yeah,
0: we know we have like a big round
1: table. We big round sit, table. Yeah, and and, and you one sit one there. And person. he j- he just takes them. Is it like, is it a fun atmosphere or does he just take them? Mm-hmm. Yes? No?
0: <laughs> no, it's it? fun. He takes them home. He takes the jokes home to herself so you he can read them. But but people pitch their parody ideas for the show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what was your first parody pitch you did? I haven't done a parody pitch yet. Ah, yeah. i interesting. Still, I'm very very new. Very very yeah. new. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so the process so the process is still fun. It's not like very like corporate and just uh, no, what yeah. are the are the censors even? I mean, Tosh is one of those people. Like, I look at the stuff he does in the show, and I'm like, are, do they have any like regulations crew that oh is keeping tabs on him? Because he says shit even now that I'm like, who, he he has a a remarkable ability as, as you know, to say some of the most offensive things imaginable with actual clean language. Um, and I think that's, what's genius about the show. I mean, just, just his monologue about Tom Cruise. (laughs) Uh, I was like, he got away with that.
0: Well, what's, what's crazy is like, there's so many times this year that it's been like, I've, I've only worked in the show. I've only had five weeks on the show already like yeah it's, it's super new but um in those five weeks I there was at least two or three times where we had to reshoot parts of the episode because we referenced guns and uh-huh. then like a horrible shooting happened like the day before the air date and we're like oh, all right now no, we have to like the like the the synagogue shooting yeah and then um and then there was there was another thing that happened it was, oh yeah it was the one that was um in California after the fire that happened and we had like a gun reference yeah so it's like the fact that the amount of times that we've had to change things based on the amount of shootings that's happened is crazy.
1: Yeah. Is that the, is that the only thing that's sort of like been the, the thorn in the side of the creative output of the show which is just shootings? Are there other things that come up? I remember when, and you were, <laughs> you were just a young kid when this happened, <laughs> but I don't know if you remember what happened with Daniel Tosh at the Laugh Factory where he was on stage uh, and he said, if you've ever said blank isn't funny, and I was here that night, but I wasn't watching, I was in the back. If you ever said blank isn't funny, I hate you to the core of my soul. And a woman... You've heard about this, right? Oh, no. And the woman... You never have? No. So a woman in the balcony stood up, and she said, Rape isn't funny. Uh-huh. And he said, just, you know, pack show without... Yeah. I think it was a Thursday night, without Missy B. He goes, It'd be funny right now if four guys got up and just gang raped you. Like, right now, in the balcony. That'd be funny. Now, look, do I think that's the funniest Tosh joke? Of course not. Yeah. But he's just being off the cuff, and he's just saying something to a woman who just screamed out from the balcony. Yeah. So... um. People laughed. The show went on. The next day, this woman wrote a blog.
0: Oh, of course she did.
1: <laughs> and, you know, and it was all about all the stats about rape in America. This is by 2008, 2009. And um, and it got picked up by every bearded, hipster, flannel-wearing, <laughs> East of Fairfax comic, you know, that said he's a scumbag. And they just started writing all these blogs about him. And there was a petition to get him, to get the show canceled. Yeah. So you didn't hear about this? No. And it went, and it went, and it got like a lot of signatures. I think MTV got a lot of pressure to remove the show, um, and he ended up doing l- like a, an apology, <laughs> as much as an apology that you would expect from him. Where he said, "I think he literally is on the show. Like, I'm supposed to apologize about this stuff. So if people, you know." And he said something like really cursory about it. Um, and I, and I know when that happened, it was kind of a big deal. Uh, is anything since then, particularly after me too and everything that's happened, it, it, is it a different environment in terms of what people might perceive as sexism or racism or anything else in the he, show?
0: I think like he he's like, honestly, out of like all the hosts and all the pe- bosses I've had, he's probably the most respectable. Like he's there's yeah. a real, I think like a uh, divide. Like he's, he's very like respectable and not like, um. I don't know. Like I feel like there's a lot of jokes he wouldn't make because he's he is very conscious of it, and he's yeah. also like he you wouldn't expect it because the jokes he makes so he's extremely like conscious of a lot of a lot of issues. He's very sensitive about a lot of things. Yeah, and I think that that's what's interesting because he he, and that, that's why I think with the whole Kevin Hart thing, Kevin Hart got in trouble because Kevin Hart made fun of gay people because Kevin Hart doesn't like gay people, like Daniel loves. Like he's like he's like on he's on the side and he's and he's so educated with all these like social issues and stuff he's not somebody who is like oh I'm just gonna make fun of this because this is how I feel he makes fun of it just because it knows it will gonna rise out of people <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and just because it's funny and I think that that's like that's where it's so much different like I I, I feel like there's a lot of people who can make jokes about like I my, like Sean makes fun, jokes about gay people all the time but she's friends with gay people and she's a member of the LGBTQ commu- community and she can make jokes about gay people dying of AIDS. Uh, <laughs> because she does so much for the gay community yeah and i think that that's where the difference is i think it's like if, as long as you help out the people that you're like making these horrible jokes about and you're friends with these people and you love them yeah i think it's fine
1: yeah okay that kind of makes sense yeah. i guess yeah but it, an audience isn't going to know that you help out the lgbtqai I think they can, plus I community think they can tell, where they it's can tell. yeah i
0: think like 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 a joke about like madison shepherd was saying a joke about a black person from coming from an experience with the black person is different about a joke from a black person where you you can tell that you don't have black friends <laughs> like Yeah. She's a, it's a very different thing like if you're talking about like someone who you're close friends with and you can you're doing it at their expense she goes that's a different joke than it, it is if you are just somebody who's wants to make fun of a group of people that they yeah. don't know about Yeah no that yeah. makes sense Yeah
1: I mean I know that uh Tosh in his one of his specials he talks about he does a, he does he goes guys just so you know like this joke is going to be sexist. I mean, he's he's very sort of out about like yeah. these jokes. <laughs> I'm going to sh- I'm just about to shit on women, so don't yeah, don't get excited.
0: But he does it like on purpose, and I think that's what's funny about it. It's not like it's yeah, because like a- you're,
1: if you're self aware about it and, and you kind of comment, I mean, because a lot of I'm, I'm sure you've heard this. A lot of male comics, like white male comics, say it's so hard to do comedy now with the climate today. <laughs> I think it's I don't think it is. I think yeah. it's kind of bullshit. And I think Tosh is a perfect example of like a genius comic who, you know, he's not changing his material or becoming a yeah,
0: you can see the specials he talks about he he makes he has like jokes about black people not having fathers <laughs> he has jokes about dead babies he has jokes about all these things that would be offensive but it's just it's coming from such a place where you know it's a joke that it's yeah it's everyone's fine with
1: it so he's kind of he's been able to escape a lot of the a lot of the scrutiny that other comics may have gotten i, I don't know if you ever are a fan of Ricky Gervais
0: Oh yeah I saw, I saw the thing that he's trending today because he said that he, he can get a rise out of people. He think he th- he likes the idea that like it's an outrage culture because it's like more interesting now.
1: yeah, I actually agree with that. I think it it, it lends itself to to better to better art in general whenever yeah. shit's like fucked up uh, there's there's a funny clip that if you guys can Google with Liam Neeson and Ricky Gervais. have you seen that one oh, yeah. <laughs> from it's <laughs> the best thing i have yeah, ever seen if
0: Liam Neeson wants to do up
1: I wanna I, <laughs> <laughs> I the doctor I have AIDS I'm really. <laughs> He goes, you can't say AIDS. Well, how come he can? And like, I don't know. He just can. Oh, I actually have to go. You have to go. Have okay, to go. so let's let's wrap this up. So, yes. so things are great for you. You're writing for Tajpulko. It's a huge, huge show. And then you open for him. Yeah,
0: it was uh, incredible. It was amazing. To be biggest,
1: able. biggest audience you've worked for. Five thousand people. Five thousand people, yeah. and it went well. It went great. Yeah. Are you going to keep working doing road shows with him? I hope so. Yeah. You hope so. Yeah. Now I know now has to go because she has a fancy party. <laughs> An LA party to go to. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's more important than this <laughs> All right. So we're gonna let you go. But um do you have anything that you wanna plug? Give us your handles. Like where are yeah. you where are you most active oh, on social uh, media? Um
0: uh, my Instagram's Madison Sinclair, my Twitter is Mad Sinclair, and uh, I'm doing this thing called Matches by Madison on Instagram. So
1: Matches by Madison, what is that?
0: I give love advice, but it's oh. like horrible. Like today's love advice I think was um don't be weirded out if a girl calls you daddy, uh claim where is it dependent on your taxes. <laughs> I think it was today's tip
1: god damn i wish i could steal that joke right now <laughs> that's a really good tip
0: so it's all just like it's like bad advice
1: okay good yeah. and uh so before you leave i just want what what is it what's the world look like for mass sinclair in a few years like what's the vision board oh tv show tv show yeah, I'm working on selling one as an as an actress
0: as a as the host as the main as a main creator
1: so you don't want to be an actress really not really an actress but yeah. like
0: i want to host i want to lead a show
1: be a showrunner well maybe. i want
0: to be like the face of the show yeah like a talk show yeah. Yeah.
1: Like a, a a half Native American, half Lebanese talk show host, which does not <laughs> exist, which would be amazing. Yeah. And that's very much within your grasp. You're, you're you're awesome, you're amazing, and uh I wish you the very best. Have fun at your party. Thank, Thank you so you. much. <laughs> this fun. Madison Sinclair, this is Bill Dallas signing off from the after laugh. Bye bye.
0: It's the after left, after laugh. Welcome to the after left, after left, after laugh. After laugh, man <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. <laughs>